I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Tough loss for the Cavaliers last night. They had it late, and then they just kind of let it slip away. So uh, they lose just for the second time this season after having an eight-game winning streak. And, you know, we talked a little bit over the last couple days about how, you know, you look back at last season, you can't let these little games slip away. I mean, no game is little. But when you look at at games in November, games late October, you know, you've got the opportunity to win some of these games, and you don't, and they come back to haunt you at the end of the season, Jets. So – I just think that, Jets. you know, they they had a chance last night and they just played sloppy at the end and just, like, abandoned what got them to the end of the game. But, that I mean, it's one game. It's not the end of the season. But I do hope they learn, and we'll find out if they learn when they play Sacramento tomorrow night. It's a big test. Because it's Mike Brown. Isn't this, is this – I mean, this really has been revenge week, hasn't it? Ty Lue last night. Oh, yeah. Mike Brown, Jacoby Brissett going down to Miami. Sure. I mean, a, a lot of old All the way friends. around. A lot of old friends. Let's talk more about the NBA now. We go to the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Bring in Michael Lee from the Washington Post. Hello, Michael. How are you? I'm Michael. Hey, how you doing, fellas? We hey. are doing good, and we're excited about the Cavaliers and the start they've had. Now, last night's one of those games they should have had late, but they didn't. What do you think about the Cavs and the way they've started off the season? Um, you know, they're doing great. I mean, I just love the way um, they've really – you know, assembled this team. I mean, the Dominic Mitchell trade, like, is paying dividends in ways that I don't think they imagined. I mean, losing Garland, you know, to the eye injury early on, I think that that usually would kind of derail a team. But the fact that Donovan elevated his game and elevated everybody around him, I think that's really special. It shows that um, he's a guy who's, you know, used to carrying the team, and and uh, and he he's done a great leader. He's been a great leader so far. And then you add Garland back to the mix, and now you got a truly elite team. Michael, there are a couple of kind of limbs on this thing that I, I think are really interesting. Let's start with this one. Do you like a team, can a team, based around two guards, neither of whom is you know six four or bigger, can that team win big? Yeah, you know, I think it's going to be tough. You know, I think the one thing that we've seen over the last decade or so is that you really need an elite wing to win a championship. But – Steph Curry has sort of dispelled that myth because he's been able to defy all of that by being an incredible shooter. Um, so uh, I, I'm not sure if they're ready to necessarily be a championship team just yet because, honestly, I feel like the key to them becoming a true championship team is when Evan Mobley becomes their best player, and I think that's when the Cavs really become that, that team that everybody's really afraid of in the postseason. It's funny because that's exactly what we've said. We, we like the way the team is built, and when Evan becomes the man, then they really have something because if you have a back court like that and then have that kind of a front court presence in, in a, in a package, it should be an all around skilled player that gives you something that other teams are going to have a tough time to contend with. 
Yeah, and I think that that's why I said it's it's a build, you know, because it's it's not it's a gradual process, you know. If you even if you look at what the Warriors did to become a dynasty, it didn't happen immediately. They had to go out, and you know they they drafted staff, drafted Clay, drafted Draymond, and then you know you start building upon it. You sign Andre Iguodala, you lose in the second round to the Spurs, and you sort of you know take your lumps in the postseason, and then all of a sudden you take off. But it's rarely a thing where you just make a move and then boom, you're ready to go. Um, and when you when you're drafting high and, and, and getting lottery picks, you got to deal with personalities and extensions and things of that, that nature. And so that's all a process. But I love what the Cavs have done. I mean, I think you got a front court, you know, with two shot blockers with Mobley and Jared Allen. Then you got that back court. And then you got Karis LeVert to come off the bench. And sometimes these feasts are famine. But when he's feast, he gives you 41, you know, and that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's rare. You know, it's like some guys, if they're at their best, they're at their best game, you might get 20 points out of them. Uh, Karis, you know, he's a guy that can really explode and carry you uh, during those stretches that he did when um, Garland was out, like I said. So I just love the way they're built. And the thing that really I, I like most about the Cavs and, and just the way they went about uh, putting this team together is that J.B. Bickerstaff finally gets a chance to put his, you know, imprint on a, on a, on a program. You know, he was always kind of the fill-in guy in Memphis. He, you know, cleaned up the mess in Houston, yeah. but never really given a fair shot to lead a team and to sort of uh, show just what he can do as a coach. Um, but now, you know, he's got all of these pieces here to work with, so much talent to work with, and he's, and he's really showing you what he can be as a coach. Um, last year, injuries derailed him from what they could have been. But I think now, you know, he, he knows what he's doing. He's confident in himself. And, what, and, and you could see from that game against the Lakers the other night, you know, where they're putting the, uh, the chain around his neck, the guys yeah. respond to him. They, 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 they like playing for him, and that's, that's important. So I, I like what the Cavs are doing. They're a fun team. They're, they're one of the most fun teams in the league, and, uh, and I like watching them play just because you never know who's going to erupt, who's going to go off. And then they got, you know, a, a young guy like Mobley who you expect to really become a special player, and you get to watch him grow as well. So if you're a Cavs fan, um, you know, this is a great team to really get behind because it's not just one guy who's just going to carry you and just be that guy. There's a lot of pieces that are really intriguing and can be exciting going forward. Michael Lee joining us from the Washington Post. Michael, the Cavaliers were the third team to pull off one of those huge deals, you know, this offseason. Atlanta for DeJounte Murray and Minnesota for Rudy Gobert and then the Cavs for Donovan Mitchell. What do you think of those kind of traits where teams mortgage – a chunk of their future with big first-round draft picks to bring in a guy who they think might be the guy. Yeah, I think that a lot of a lot of instances you got to ask yourself about those picks. What are you drafting those picks to get? Hopefully, to get a player who's of the caliber that you're trading for. Um, you could draft, you could go through a number of drafts and never find a guy on the level of Donovan Mitchell. So I think that if you're a team like the Cavs and you have your foundational pieces, you have an All-Star point guard in Garland. You have an Evan Moley who looks like he could be a star one day, then you go for it because you don't really need to add a bunch of young, you know, draft picks to your to your team going forward. You're trying to win, you're trying to elevate the pieces that you have, so you got to take those those kind of risky moves. Um, I didn't like the move that Minnesota made for Gobert because I didn't understand the pairing between him and uh, and and Cat and Carlton Towns to begin with, but also, and, and, you know, Edwards has to be your guy. Like, he has to be the guy that you build around, and he looked like he was turning the corner to become an all-star, uh, you know, last season. So I think you, you kind of just you, – you, you, don't, you don't interrupt what you have going, and you kind of let that grow there, at least in my opinion. Um, with the Cavs, you needed to make another move to, to push you forward because you, you saw what 
what you had last year and where that could take you. But now you have an opportunity to, to, to make the leap, become a playoff team, possibly win a uh, playoff series or two. And then, you know, but, but they wouldn't have been able to do that if they didn't trade for Donovan Mitchell. You know, Minnesota, they were a team that I think was in a different position. I didn't think the go over air trade was actually going to elevate them in any, in any way. So, um, but I think that when you're a team like the Cavs, you miss out, you lose in the play-in game, um, you really need to take that next step. And Mitchell helps them take a, a huge step. Uh, Mike, I want to go back to what you talked about with J.B. Bickerstaff and and having a yeah. chance to put his imprint. Because, I mean, look, we've seen – like, we all love Ty Lue here, but we know that Ty had, like, a Ferrari. He was driving with LeBron here. Mm-hmm. And while I think we've got some pretty high-end uh, vehicles here that – that look really good, you still have to put those all together. And I think that JB's in a, in a different situation than some of the coaches that have been here before and that he's got to manage and make sure that these guys are, are, are doing what they can do to, to win games together as a team. And I, I just want you to just kind of expand a little bit more on what you thought about JB's imprint is because I think this is – I mean, he's got a coach. There's no question about it. and He's done a terrific job so far. Yeah, but I mean, I, I just think you just look at what he was able to do at his previous stops. Right. You know, um, he was he was you know interim coach in Houston. Those guys responded to him. They played for him. Um, he was an interim coach in Memphis. Those guys responded to him. They played for him. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you hire him as a head coach and say, okay, we want you to be the guy and let you you build a program. And not only that, we're going to give you the pieces to really make it happen. You know, because I think that's the one thing that, that happens for a lot of coaches, a lot of young coaches or coaches who haven't had a chance to really run out shop. You know, you're in a rebuilding situation. Uh, the talent isn't really progressing the way you would like. And then you miss on a draft or you miss on a trade or you do all those things. And I think, you know, Kobe has done a great job in making sure that he's not missing. You know, um, you know, I, I thought Mobley was the – I thought he was – me going into the draft, he was the player I was most excited about. And the fact that they were able to get him where they got him, uh, was a great move, and I think he's a guy that changes everything for that franchise in terms of how he's perceived, how the team is perceived around the league, and also how far they can go because he has so much upside, so much potential. He's an excellent shot blocker. He's an excellent, you know, um, in his post game, is this um, you know offensive game is going to continue to progress, but he's already got the, the tools as a defensive-minded guy at that young age, and that's that's a great foundation to build off of. So I think Kobe Alvin's done a great job of giving JB the pieces to make sure that his system, you know, can really, you know, flourish. And I think that, that it's, it's a, it, it all works together. So he, he can come up with all the plays and all the motivational half-pound speeches that, that is possible. But if he doesn't have the pieces to go out there and execute it, he's going to just gonna take an L. Um, but he has the pieces. He has a group of players who will respond to him. And I think that's why you're starting to see it all coming together for the Cavs because – um, you also have a motivated guy in Donovan Mitchell. Now, you mentioned the trades that had gone down this offseason. You know, it's got to be a little weird for him to see that Utah looked like it was rebuilding. It was looking like it was starting all over. Yeah. They trade him, and if you trade a player his caliber, that means the team's supposed to bottom out. They yeah. got the best record in the West. So, you know, he's got like – he's like double motivated. One, he wants to prove to Utah, that, you know – that I could be that could have been that guy, you know, if you have really done it. You got to prove it to the Knicks, who didn't feel like he was worth all the draft picks when they, you know. And then he's got to prove it to himself that, like, you know what, I am that man. You know, even though Utah's having a good run right now, they're gonna miss me. They're gonna miss me. I'm gonna make sure they do. Michael, I think there's something wrong with my standings that I'm looking at on the computer because I'm looking <laughs> on, on the bottom part, and I'm seeing names like Golden State. 
the Lakers, uh, the Nets. The Lakers belong there. They, they belong there. <laughs> they do. Don't That's they? not a mistake. What, what's That's up a... with Golden State? Um, you know, uh, championship, championship, Hayes. You know, Draymond Punch. You know, that that, that those, those are things that really you know knocked them off course. Um, and then also they got situation with uh, Clay Thompson. You know, coming back uh, and play, you know starting off the season and not necessarily understanding where he is physically and what he can contribute, but also feeling like he's still that guy he was in 2019. So there's a lot of guys, and also guys who just got paid who feel like either they got to live up to that money or feel like, well, I got paid, so I don't have to work as hard as I did last season. So it's a lot of things that come together for a championship team, and it's tough when you've been on that road as long as they've been. You know, winning four championships in eight years, you get bored, um, you lose your focus. And I think that's that's kind of what's happening with them. But there's a lot of factors that go into place, chemistry, um, and also just just the fact that you know you want a ring and you just sort of sort of still in that still in that um, that party mode. Michael, I know you cover the NBA for the Washington Post at a big time, but I, I'm sure you catch all the Wizards games. And I just um, Drew Gooden was a guy that we loved watching your play. He was always a go-to guy in the locker room. But Chris Miller is a buddy of ours too, who uh, oh, yeah. who I took over for at the ABC affiliate in Cleveland after he left for D.C. How is he doing his first year doing play-by-play there? Give us a little bit of grade on him. You know, I haven't really had a chance to talk to him since the season started. but I did. That's because he's big time now. That's why, Michael, he's big time. No, 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 no. We we text every now and then. But once the season started, I'm I'm letting him kind of get in his footing and everything. But I know this is a dream come true for him. I know this is what he's always wanted. And uh, I'm I'm great. I feel grateful that he's got this opportunity because I know he's been, you know, just – seeking that chance to sort of prove that he can be more than just whatever he's been for the last, you know, decade or so. He he, he wants to be the play-by-play guy. And, um, you know, the Wizards, you know, they're sort of a <laughs> a team that I can't really get my finger on what kind of team they are. If they're, they're sort of a middle-of-the-pack team that doesn't really have a lot of direction, you don't know where they're headed. Um, and so it's, it's got to be tough to kind of watch them on a daily basis. But I know that Chris is a guy who can make the game entertaining. Uh, he's got to get the gab. He loves to talk. And uh, he can tell good stories. So I know the fans in Washington are going to take him, um, you know, the way anybody that comes in contact with Chris does. Yeah, tell Chris we said hello and best wishes and congratulations on the gig if you get a chance. He's a By good man. He's a very good Absolutely. man. Thank you, Michael. Great dude. All right. Hey, we you. appreciate you. Thank you. Michael Lee, All nice right. enough to join us from the Washington Post, NBA uh, columnist. I mean, knows the league. like, And I was really impressed with what he knew about the Cavaliers because there were some things that I had heard, and he was just like, wow. And he had it. He knew what he was talking about. And, of course, he was on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t